Breakdowns. It's time for a feeling breakdown. But everyone's favorite podcast. Now with Sean Geekstars. And welcome to episode 97, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am Sean. Welcome back, Sean. Hi. <laughs> we had a little. We we missed you. I can say. Well, okay. Well, I, I was I was I was thinking about on the way up here. I'm like, how much do we want to go into detail? Yeah. On the thing, because I'm sure, like, I'm sure we because me not being at the show, everything was timed perfectly, and <laughs> and it was working like clockwork, and it's like, oh, click time break. Click time, let's go. Like you were probably all like chop, 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 chop. So I was like, you know what? Let's just kind of. Obviously, I'm gonna since I didn't hear the show. Yeah. You know, for those people who didn't listen to the live show, um, I had a case of the food poisoning. So I was in the hospital Saturday night. So do the show Sunday. I was still like, kind of like I could have gone the air, but it would have been like, hi everybody, this is Sean. Hi, hold on. <laughs> Let me bring the mic to the bathroom. <laughs> Actually, it was a lot, and there was like no potty breaks. It was just more like, oh, what's on Netflix? Oh, <laughs> pass out for a couple hours, wake up going, what else is on Netflix? Oh, <laughs> you know. So, Sunday, if I would have shown up, it would have been real boring. And then there was that, that little sadistic part of me going, fuck it. I hope they get, I want to see how they handle it. <laughs> like I could have manned up and I could have been like, yeah, could have faked it. Like be like, oh yeah. Okay. We're going to go to break. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I split oh my sides on that one. Oh God. Help me. Oh, let me just lay down here on the food time we have and I'll just talk my side on. Hey everybody. Yeah, this is Sean. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Okay. We're right back. Oh, craze. Wake me up in 15 minutes. <laughs> And I was taking medication that was making me like super loopy. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, hey man, what's up? It was more like, oh look, the room is spinning and this is not fun. <laughs> hey, let me just pass out and go to sleep. You know? <laughs> like it was yeah. it was definitely kind of like that. So the show, I wouldn't, there was no one have been, because I was actually thinking about maybe going, well, maybe I'm going to have Ed come pick me up and take me to the show. Yeah. It's not like I don't think you wouldn't have done that. Right. But I'm also sitting there going, I don't know if I can like survive the night without kind of be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time for nerd news. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? Let's just go see how the two of them can handle themselves without me for a night. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get a little bit more respect. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, Ed does all the heavy li- – Ed does a lot of the lifting as far as production and sound checks and the recording process. And Erica's got her little niche of the whole life, the universe, and everything with Erica and does all this research, blah, blah, blah. And, and Sean just kind of turns on the mic and goes, <laughs> I'm going to make funny voices and make jokes. <laughs> you know, and, and like I can sometimes feel like the two of you kind of go – all Sean does is just sit down and talk to Mike, and he just talks. <laughs> anybody could do that. Well, could anybody do that, Ed? <laughs> well, other than the, the doing those, like, the life and the everything, I tried even doing that. I did the 2010, <laughs> and I did horribly. Um, it, it's like, wow. And then the intro, when I did the Batman Beyond theme, playing the theme music. Could you find the, because I'm sitting there going. Oh, I had it, yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, I, I, I prepared, you know, as best <laughs> I could, you know, because I was like a, 
Saturday night, he gives me the word that he's not going to the hospital. I'm like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> like what do I do? How do I handle this? <laughs> I was like, here I am sitting here hunched over on a, on a gurney going, oh, my stomach. And all I could see is Ed in, in home on his sofa curled up in the same position going, how am I going to handle the show? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it was a TV show, there'd be like a split screen. Yeah. You and I'd be, on, like, I'd be on a gurney. You'd be on a sofa in the same fetal position. And I'm going, oh, my stomach. And you're going, oh, this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do? I think Eric and I did really well for the amount of. I don't think it was funny without you. I mean, I think you bring a lot of funny to the show. Thank you. You don't <laughs> so. stroke my ego, Ed. I, I gotta be honest. I, I the Sunday that I was awake, I did kind of check, yeah, to see how you guys were doing. So I don't know anything that talked that you guys talked about. Yeah, I did hear little conversations between you and Erica. I was just like, oh, look, they're talking. Oh, look at them. <laughs> you know, like, I, so I, I couldn't, like, like, I wasn't one of the thousands of people that we had listening on a yes. weekly basis. It was more like a, oh, look, they're still alive on air. Click. <laughs> I don't hear fire in the background. So I guess everything is okay. <laughs> I mean, basically, though, I think it's, for us was a comfortability trying to figure out, like, without you being there, because that dynamic is gone. Yeah, because so it changes the show completely. Yeah. But I think we, like I said, I think we had some minor laughs that you know people could minor chuckle, laughs. That people would chuckle at. And okay, so what did you cover in the first hour? Because I'm gonna. This is what we're gonna do, folks. We're gonna play a game. We're gonna pretend that since Sean did not see the show or wasn't on the show between the openings and the closings, we're gonna pretend like I actually listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't you tell people what to expect in the next hour? Well we, we of course we start off with our usual like what happened this week and we talked uh, a little bit about the My Little Pony, the Brony okay. uh, documentary. I wish you were there for that. And uh, we uh, uh, Erica was going on about her costume that she didn't want to announce on air if we did People's got to find in the episode where it was announced, okay. but she's going to surprise us when it's finished with a reveal on the show when it's finally done. She has a, she's not going to wear it on the show, is she? <laughs> she is. Uh. Itsy Bitsy's actually going to help her out with the some of the some of the. Uh, oh, so Chris, you'll be on the show at the time. Uh, hopefully, yes, we'll hopefully okay. have her there. Um, and uh, yeah, she was talking about maybe having her there. <laughs> All right. So hopefully, she'll be there to part of the reveal. Um, and then we did the top five movies, and then we talked a little what bit. What was the number one movie this Number special? one movie was Lucy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard that. Okay. I heard that. Like, Lucy knocked off the rock for, you know, first place kind yeah. of thing. Uh, only made, like, like a little under $20 million, yeah. I think. Rock, I think, maybe pulled in, like, 15 Yeah. All right. It was, it was, uh, it was close. It, yeah. was it, was, it was somewhat a, close. It was a tight race. Let's yeah. face it. Scarlett Johansson's boobs beat out the rock's pecs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, and that's kind of, it kind of sucks, too, being laid up all weekend with, yeah. because of the fact that Dad and I we were going to see a Hercules on Saturday, because that's like about a two-hour movie, and Lucy was like an hour and a half, and we were going to go see that Sunday. So I was going to be able to kind of walk in the show and go, bitches, I saw both movies, wah, wah, and yeah. give you two reviews, but I can, I probably can tell you nothing about the movies except that I heard Lucy was number one, yay, you know? <laughs> so, um... Okay, after that, was that then you get a break? Then we went to break, and I, we went into a, an odd break, which you won't hear, unfortunately, if you've only heard it live. I picked a, a country music station on iTunes, <laughs> and I, I, I apologize to our live <laughs> listeners about that. <laughs> it, okay, for the- it went on and on and on. There was like no break. I actually had to stop it at one point okay. just to go back to, on air. To give people a little behind the scenes. 
Um, AquanetRadio.com, where we usually do where we do the live stuff, is mm. obviously Aquanet Radio. Aquanet is a hairspray product of the '80s that everyone used, so it's majority of a heavy metal, hard rock, a lot of the rock, hair bands, yeah. a lot of the hair bands, kind yeah. of a station. So to go in the country, I'm sure there's a bunch of people going, yeah, listen to Skinner and Cinderella. Who the fuck is Tim McGraw? <laughs> I wish Tim McGraw was playing. Oh, really? It was, it was, it was, like, it was like hillbilly picking any music? It was like low end, like nobody like, heard of these people. I love America. Exactly. And I'm only saying I love America because it sells more copies. I'm really in a garage band. And then there's... I wish I had a jug. <laughs> some guy, much, some yeah. guy playing one of those old washboards. Wash yeah. <laughs> exactly. A lot of banjo picking. <laughs> so it was a lot of that. Yes. A lot of that. Oh. Welcome to the clan. <laughs> All right. So um, what we'll do now is we'll 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 come back. We'll take a break. We'll come back and then we'll wrap it up. We'll be back. Kids, it's time once again for our show. You knew the name of the show. What is it? It's Geeksters. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your co-host, Erica. (laughs) That was horrible. Hold on. (laughs) We're missing someone. Oh, yeah. Wait. Where's the mouth? Where's the farts? <laughs> He's gone. <gasps> unfortunately, <laughs> he will not be with us this week. Unfortunately, he's not doing well. Uh, he's doing a lot better, but uh, he's a little dizzy, so he can't make it tonight. And uh, we hope the best for him. And uh, that's pretty much it for that. Hopefully, he will be listening and maybe calling in, but I doubt it because uh, he's been in and out of sleeping all day. So. Uh, but uh, we'll find out more next week when he returns and let us yeah. know what happened to him. Feel better, Sean. We have we have a uh, we have a little something for you, Sean. Are we all are yeah, we ready? Yeah. All right. Minions! The highest honor awarded to Doctor Nefario for your years of service. The twenty-one Falcon salute. I'll count to 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Sean. <laughs> All right. So, how was your week? It was good. I had a good week. Um, 
So I went up to the tattoo shop that I've been going to for my my last few tattoos, okay. and I put down a deposit for my half sleeve. All right, I will be starting the half sleeve on my left arm. It's going to be Phantom of the Opera themed. Big shock. So <laughs> um, it'll probably be about three or four sessions. Okay. So um, and you know, shoulder to elbow all the way around, and uh, I went just to check out the artwork, and then you know. The tattoo shop I go to requires a deposit in order to make an appointment. So I went up to leave the the deposit too. And okay, it's the same guy who did um the rose that's on my arm, the the quote, and then the, my big piece on my leg. Oh, okay, so, so you know the you know his work then. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, good work. Um, now how long is a session though? I mean, you're saying three or four sessions? Uh, long? About three hours or so. Usually, no more than three hours because at that point, like your body can only stand so much. Because right. essentially, you're creating a wound that just looks really pretty. <laughs> so <laughs> it's done right anyway. Look at my pretty open wound. <laughs> Watch it bleed out. It's awesome. <laughs> you know what? Though? I've seen some really. Oh, man. I had I had this this one girl that I knew who got a. Um, she got a tattoo specifically because she thought the tattoo artist was hot. Really? Yeah. And she got it in between her boobs. And, <laughs> oh, it gets worse. So, <laughs> we're, uh, she comes in and she's like, look what I got. And she's like showing us. Now, when she got it done, normally if you're getting something done in that area, yeah. you know, you take off your bra because, you know, you need the skin to lay in a more natural way. So that way, you know, it doesn't get the folds and everything. Right. So, and she was a little bit of a bigger girl. So she must have been wearing a different bra than she was wearing that day. Because we're like, why is there a line in the middle of your tattoo? <laughs> and she, again, she only picked this guy because she thought he was cute. And she only picked that location to sort of get the guy to look at her boobs. Ah. So she was like, yeah, well, you know, I asked the guy if I should take my bra off. And he said no. <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh. boy. Sweetie, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> what was it a picture of? Oh, it was some Chinese symbol. I don't even remember what it <laughs> what it represented. Yeah, it was probably something like floppy. I don't know. Floppy. <laughs> <sighs> That's why I will never get anything that I don't know what the meaning is. That's... <laughs> I will never get anything. I had uh, the the quote that's on my arm. It's it says, "But the greatest of these was dogs." And. Uh, was, yeah, but it's in English. It's it not. is in English. And I was telling, uh, you know, a couple of weeks before I got it done, I was telling one of my exes about it. And he was like, you should get that in French. And I'm like, I don't I don't speak French. Why would I get it in French? He's like, you know, so it looks cool. <laughs> you mean pretentious. Is, yes. No. <laughs> so. Now, the, the girl that got the Chinese, was mm-hmm. she Asian or? No. No. Okay. No. Just look cool. It just looked cool. It's and great she, for her to get this cute guy to look at her, her boobs. boobs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was nice. basically it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was special. So, and then, uh, yeah, so I did that. And um, I'm looking forward to that. It's a week and a half away. It'll be the 6th. So wow. that following Sunday, I'll be coming in with some nice artwork. Um, and I've been working more on my cosplay for Dragon Con. Cool. Uh, for those who are playing along at home, I'm going to Dragon Con in Atlanta next month with my sister and my brother-in-law. And I'm doing, um, right now I have three costumes planned, maybe four. Three. Three. Yeah. Wow. So, so you're one... going to be like the heroes of cosplay in a way, you know, like, because that's what they do. They have like three or four different costumes because they're one main one. Yeah. It's the one yeah, yeah. for the, the mm-hmm. uh, competition. Yeah. 
but they generally you know dress up for like one day. Of course, though, lately the last season they were just doing the one costume because a lot of them are just in their rooms mm-hmm. gluing or painting yeah. or doing stitching or whatever. Just oh the last man, minute it is to... is a lot of work. Like even just uh, I I can post some pictures of of the you know the work in progress. Um, I'm doing. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to say. I don't think I've said what my costume is yet. Not on air. My main one. I. You know what? I. I don't remember. Well, I'm, I'm going to say. I'm assume no. Cause I... Yeah. I'm. I'm going to hold off for now. If I have, then everybody. You know, everybody who heard those episodes knows what I said. But yeah. <laughs> For you have now. to go back now to wordswithgeeks.com to check out previous episodes, and that way yeah. you can find it if you can. If you can, let us know what it is. <laughs> and if you can't, suck it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm working on um, putting crystals onto my shoes. Crystals this. onto your shoes. Holy Christ. And it's not even over the whole shoe. It's just over the back part. It is taking me hours to glue these goddamn crystals on <laughs> hours hours oh, it's ridiculous and how many i mean you're i mean have you finished it or uh no not yet it's still in progress wow. um i have so i have the fabric for the cape um i already got the corset i need to get a pair of leggings i'm working on the shoes now um and then I, today for one of my secondary costumes i hit five and below and i picked up a couple uh toy guns that i need to um refinish so <laughs> I can't wait to see the TSA check my luggage. That's, it. It that's is, even going to be better. Just it to... is going to be amazing. It There's going to be steampunk guns in there and corsets and wigs and flour <laughs> and oatmeal. I mean, they're going... there's batteries and they take them out because I was in Disney Orlando and mm-hmm. a lot of Disney travelers were going through and they literally stopped the whole check-in process mm-hmm. because one bag went through mm-hmm. and it was had something that they couldn't identify okay so they had to back everything out and get open it up here it was a like one of those like light up toys you get at a parade oh, at night yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was the batteries were still in it and it was on so it was light lit up <laughs> so like it actually when they went through the x-ray they couldn't tell what it was because it was lit up so it, yeah. it actually blurred the the image of it so they didn't oh. know what it was so here was a little kid's bag you know yeah, like, yeah he's a terrorist <laughs> Mommy, what's a towel? <laughs> he was like three or four years old. and had no clue what was going Aww, on. Oh, poor kid. It's like, detain him. Get him early. Get me through the fair real quicker. Detain him. Put him <laughs> into the, that little room that nobody sees you for the rest of the... Three-year-old, they have to do a pat-down. <laughs> you touch me in my no-no spot. <laughs> That's not right. I mean, I'm checking my bag with most of my costume. Because I'm going to have fake guns and, you know, I almost feel like I should put a big effing sign on the outside saying the guns are fake. Please do not blow up my suitcase. (laughs) I don't know how well this is going to (laughs) go. So (laughs) I should probably actually look up some of the the requirements for, um, uh, you know, plastic guns. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... I'm going to have, like I said, I'm going to have at least three costumes. Mm-hmm. Along with those three costumes is the makeup, the accessories, the shoes for each costume. So, I mean, one of them, I'll just say now, um, I'm going to be a medical officer from original Star Trek. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get um, one of the original tricorders. You know, I might just be one of those random sort of extras in the back. who <laughs> <laughs> just stands around and looks pretty. I'm okay with that. That's probably going to be like... Maybe my Sunday costume because it's it's going to be more of a low key like or 
Sunday or Monday, I forget what day, um, whatever the last day is, just because it's going to be a wrap up. A lot of vendors are probably going to be heading home. Like it's trying to get out be, of there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a little more low key. So that's going to be one of my costumes. Uh, one of them I'm doing like this sort of generic steampunk babe um, okay. costume because I'll be able to use some of the elements from my, my main costume that I've been working on with that as well. So I won't have to go out and rebuy a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and then, um, and the good thing is, is the hat that I'm going to have for my main costume is going to be, uh, it's going to have some detachable elements. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the, our, our good friend, Chrissy King is working on that for me. So bitsy bitsies, right? From bitsy bitsies. So we'll be doing, uh, when that's finished, we'll be doing a live reveal on air. Nice. (gasps) Nice. Now are you, are you going to sign up for the, uh, the competition, the costume competition. I would like to. I need to see what the actual requirements are because I've been hearing um, that there are some competitions that you have to make either a large portion or all of your costume in order ah, to be eligible. Okay. So I want to like because Chrissy's doing Chrissy's doing my hat, the corset I bought off the rack. Mm-hmm. Um, the the mask I'm doing myself the shoes are you know obviously off the rack but I'm altering them right um so there's a lot of stuff that it's just bits and pieces that I've cobbled together from different places mm. I want to make sure that I would still be eligible for it so I don't know okay. it, it sort of depends if I can yeah because there's there's actually an anime specific um oh, competition okay. down there so right, cool. if I can do it I I definitely will but if not I'm not going to get I'm not going to get super upset about it. So, I mean, cause even when I went over to, um, what is that one? Um, wizard world in okay. Philly, I went as Indiana Jones. That entire costume was off the rack. Okay. I mean, the shirt, I, the shirts I bought at Goodwill, the skirt I got on clearance at hot topic, the, sh- the boots I got on clearance at famous footwear, <laughs> like the purse I bought at target. I don't, I, I didn't sew a stitch of it. And, yeah. the, and then the hat and the bullwhip I borrowed from you. Yeah, right. So, um, by the way, I spit on them before I gave them back to you. Nice. I probably should have told you that when I gave them back. Nice. That's why I felt wet when I put the hat. Yeah, back yeah, on. yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All Sorry, right. I, I got a little drunk, <laughs> a little angry. It's not the so. first time I got spit on, so it's not gonna be the last either. So. You got spit on by proxy. I didn't directly spit on you. Besides, I thought you liked that. So, um, <laughs> what universe would you think that would be okay? I don't know. All right. I don't know. How do you know? Different people like different things. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Who am I to judge? But yeah. So that was uh that was my and I I dog sat, which is why uh we, we had the radio station party yesterday. Yes, and we all fortunately all missed it. That's <laughs> for that's different the, reasons. For different reasons, yes. So and unfortunately I missed it because I was I was dog sitting two dogs. Ah, okay. So that was interesting. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave that that at that. How about you? How was your week? I tried one more time to watch cool world early in the week and again i fell asleep so (laughs) that movie is unwatchable i'm I'm sorry if anybody's a cool world fan out there let me know tell me why and i'll try again but three and i'm out and that was it you know like it was just i just couldn't watch it and i was awake for this one i was like i'm gonna stay up now you know i I did it right after work after dinner i'm like you know this is normal tv time there's nothing Mm -hmm. on tv i'm just going to sit there and watch it and nope i was like out have you tried drinking coffee with red bull in it first (laughs) i might have to if somebody really wants me to watch (laughs) this movie to to sit through i'm gonna go clockwork orange on your ass (laughs) (laughs) 
I think I I could see with my eyes open. I'd be like, <laughs> with the, uh, those eyes wide open. You're like, that's like, creepy. And it's like, yeah, it is. We, we may have to kill him. I can't see this. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. And then, yeah. of course, Sean and I did hang out on Thursday. And we were able to watch the My Little Pony Brony documentary. Really? Which I found fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was really fascinating because... Some of it, the aspects uh, of it, you, you know, like some of the people, cause they, again, they profile certain people mm-hmm. to, to follow in different parts of the country, in different parts of the world, actually, because, I mean, it's worldwide phenomenon. It's not just mm-hmm. here in the United States or yeah. North American. Yeah. It's worldwide. And uh, it's just, wow. Like, <laughs> I felt, first, I felt better about myself watching this video, <laughs> you know, watching this video going, yeah, I'm not this bad. Like, this, this some of these people, I mean, especially My Little Pony. And uh, the one saving grace, I think, of the whole thing is John Delancey, who plays Q in Star Trek. I love John Delancey, yeah. He plays a character called Discord in My Little Pony. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay. There was a whole episode, I know you hate it, it's it's of a podcast that you don't like with um, Chris, whatever his name is. Chris Hardwick? Yeah. <laughs> the Nerdist? We're not, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't going to, no, no, I wasn't going to give him a plug. No, no, we'll, we'll give him a plug. He, um, I think it was The Nerdist. John DeLancey was on talking about um, My Little Pony and like this whole thing. Like, I'll have to see if I can find the podcast. It was actually kind of interesting for me because mm-hmm. I, I've loved John DeLancey since he was Q. Okay. So, I mean, I can see that because yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot of Q fans out there that's like they were okay with Star Trek The Next Generation, mm-hmm. but they loved Q. Like, they mm-hmm. just loved him as the character out of everybody, all the characters in the show. Like, yeah. When he shows up, like, that's the episode to watch. Yeah. It's like, I don't get it. But and I, I mean, they're great. Buy I, DVDs with, with just the Q episodes. There's a Q too. Continuums yeah. pack that you can yeah. buy. Yes. Um, but going through the show, though, is, is that I like the concept that this, this woman who created the uh, My Little Pony. Something is magic or something like Friendship that. Is Friendship is magic. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Friendship is magic. I can't believe I knew that. She she played it with these My Little Ponies when, when she was a kid, when they were just the toys, mm-hmm. you know, and she came up with these adventures and she made the show, which is like, great, that's a great idea, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, it, and then the values it gives, it's like, you know, for little kids to start out, these are great values to, to instill into kids. Mm-hmm. Great idea. But when it got to the adult men getting into My Little Pony, that's where I was like, Okay, I'm out. So what? Because I still don't quite understand this whole brony thing. I mean, I I know that there are are little like crazy cliques within nerd culture that just kind of take off. That's well, fine. But what is it about the dudes that they love this show so much? That's the thing I didn't understand. The only thing I got from it was was that a lot of them were inspired to do art. Mm-hmm. Or uh, create music. Um, there was called the Tombstone. He's in action Israel, mm-hmm. and he creates My Little Pony music. Okay. And he first started taking songs and just manipulating the songs from the shows, mm-hmm. but then he started creating his own music from it. And they actually was invited to come to New Jersey mm-hmm. for the big Brony Fest for them to have. And wait, 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 hold on, back he, up. Yeah. There's a Brony Fest. Yes, there's a Brony Fest. Why am I not surprised? There's a Brony convention, and actually, there was one in England going on similar to around the same time because they went to, uh, and this girl, this guy, Brony's had... around the world unites. Because <laughs> there was this this young guy who I don't know. I guess he was a teenager. He has Asperger's disease because they call it something else in England, mm-hmm. 
And when he has no emotion, basically, or, or doesn't understand how like people react to things, like doesn't doesn't get it. And he gets when he gets in groups, he gets very anxious or very mm-hmm. uh, anxious is the best word for it. And he actually hooked on to My Little Pony, started watching a few episodes, mm-hmm. and he got like really understanding it. So he wanted to go, and he went on his own, like, and he really like took a leap forward mm-hmm. to do this. So like, like the, that's the stuff that was inspirational, like like these little okay. stories, like yeah, okay, you know what. This guy is a problem and he was able to yeah. overcome something and meet a group of people that like the show just as much yeah. as he does. But it's just like, I'm just like, it's a guy like, like this, that still bothers me. I'm like, I don't know why. It was like, like, that's, that's scary. <laughs> I mean, for, just from my perspective, because I, I went on, I shouldn't say I dated. I went on one date with a guy who was a brony. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he was a really nice guy. Very handsome. Uh-huh. You know, um, I think he may have kind of used the the my little pony thing for the almost the same reasons to sort of get him past whatever it was he was going through at the time right um but unfortunately it didn't get him past not being scared to ask me out so um that's <laughs> <laughs> eh, what it is um but yeah i never that was the honestly the first time i ever heard about this whole brony thing I went to Hot Topic mm-hmm. and they had they were having a clearance sale and they had I guess it's I forget the name of the pony. It's the one that they call like Derp Pony or whatever. Dirt Pony? Derp. Derp. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know which one it actually is. It's the blue one that has right. the funny eyes. Anyway, they had like this this uh hoodie that I thought was really cute and it was like five bucks. I'm like, come on, it's five bucks. Of course I'm buying it. And it's my little pony. I had him when I was a kid. I loved my little ponies. And the girl starts talking to me. She's like, Yeah, that's a guy's hoodie. And I'm like, So what? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. I'm like, I didn't realize they made my Men's. little pony stuff for dudes and she's like yeah it's this whole thing you know called bronies and i'm like i don't care i'm still buying it <laughs> well here's the thing though they're, they're all straight men mm-hmm. they're they you know they they just love the show they just love the artwork they love the characters mm-hmm. uh sean sean actually mentioned this a year ago mm-hmm. when we were we started doing the show here coming coming up here we would he would he would always talk about what what kevin smith was doing on mm-hmm. fat man on batman and yeah. tara strong who plays holly quinn in mm-hmm. the batman animated series was on and she was talking about my little pony mm-hmm. and then she started talking about the brony aspect mm-hmm. of it and he the way he was talking about it, like he was watching the shows mm-hmm. like like because he's like i had to check this out for myself yeah and i thought he was coming out like he was like yeah i'm a brody but he's mm-hmm. not <laughs> i watch it but i'm not a brony See, and here's the thing. Like, I can't I can't fault any guy who watches it and thinks it's interesting because I'm a chick. Yeah. I mean, really, it, it's it's almost a direct parallel. Like, I like Star Trek. I like, you know, like all these all these geeky stuff that, you know, it's like, oh, a girl likes that. It's the same kind of thing. It's just that a guy likes it. So I can't I absolutely cannot and will not fault these guys for liking My Little Pony. Right. I will, however, buy their shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's that. the thing. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like okay, it's one thing to watch a show and you like it. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. You know, that's that's great. But it's just like when you start wearing like shirts and you mm-hmm. start, you know, because I mean, there was a there was an article we we posted a long time ago where there was a guy who got fired from a job mm-hmm. for liking My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he had a shirt on and they had a um, 
you know, they would tell him, like, mm-hmm. you know, and he would talk excessively about it to his coworkers. Mm-hmm. And his boss came up to us, look, you know, nobody's interested in My Little Pony. Like, this is not office mm-hmm. related. We should not talk about it. And then they had a uh, bring your kids to work day. Mm-hmm. And the, the boss's kids were wearing My Little Pony, little girls wearing My Little Pony mm-hmm. t-shirts. Well, he got excited. Yeah. And he was going up to him and talking to him about the shows and, you know, getting really into the conversation yeah. with this little girl. Of course, the, the, the boss is creeped out and let him yeah. know because it was just like, you know. Who knows? Like, you know, they didn't understand. Like, he could be a pedophile. Yeah. You know, you know, and in reality, he's probably not. He's just excited, you know, right. about my little pony. And he's like, all right, solidarity. Woo. <laughs> I don't solidarity with four-year-olds. All yeah. right. Woo. <laughs> See, I guess in a way, I'm kind of glad that uh, I work with a whole bunch of nerds. So if anybody <laughs> showed up in my little pony, we'd all be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> We just vandalize each other's desks. That's all. Yeah, I saw the the plates on your <laughs> desk. I came into work uh, Friday because I, I had off Thursday to go to my doctor's appointment. Came in Friday. My entire fucking desk is covered in paper plates. <laughs> and I walk in. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Everybody's like, why would he do that? It was my friend Frank. Everybody's like, why would he do that? Because I was out. That's why. I was off. And when you're off, your desk gets vandalized. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And by the way, Frank, game on, bitch. <laughs> Although, he he has gotten me to a point where I, I may just have to throw in a towel. He took something off my desk like two years ago. And he said, I'm not going to give it back until you figure out what I took. Uh. I have not yet figured out what that thing is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of us will quit the company, and I still won't get it back, simply because I haven't figured out what it is. So you think Frank should put it back and see if you notice? He might have. It's entirely possible he put it back like two days after he took it, and I have still no idea. No clue. That's great. It's entirely possible. These are the people that I work with. I had a coworker who we there was a Canadian dime that we had, and we didn't know what to do with it, so we ended up we put it on each other's desk. We got creative to put it where. You couldn't find it, but you knew it was there. And, you know, you had to, like, search oh, yeah, your yeah, desk yeah, yeah, to yeah. find it, and then finally you found it. And then you had to wait a little while till they left the desk, so they were off. Deploy the dime. Deploy the dime. It was back and forth. It was, like, three years mm-hmm. we did that. We did something like that at work with caulk. Caulk? Caulk. A tube of caulk. I didn't even know where this tube came from. It just shows up one day. So what we had to do was you had the caulk. You had to hide it in somebody's desk, right? <laughs> So, and they had 24 hours to find the caulk. Now, what they had to do before they redeployed it, we that's what we called it, deploy the caulk. Yeah. After, before we redeployed it, we would have to put some piece of flare on it. <laughs> and we would just keep, it got to the point, this thing was goddamn it ridiculous and impossible to hide because so much shit was glued onto it. It actually started out with a can of soup. And then somebody threw out the can of soup. Jeez. Yeah, we we had a, a small memorial service for the the can, lost can, can of soup. soup. <laughs> Remember the can. So <laughs> where were you when the can was lost? <laughs> I remember. I'll never forget it. I was sitting at my desk, and an email alert popped up, and it said the can has been lost. <laughs> oh, that was the day my life changed. Now, where, where did you ever the workday stop? Like, <laughs> people go. Oh my god, the can's gone! Like people were like freaking oh, out. I, no, I think we were just annoyed <laughs> because now we had to start all over again. 
But yeah, we do that. I actually took the paper plates off my desk and put them on somebody else's desk. Nice. All over. And then this one guy, one of the new guys is walking by. He's like, man, I'd be... I'd be so pissed off if somebody did that to my desk. And I'm just like, challenge accepted, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I went up to Frank. I was like, does he realize he just made himself a target? (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Should have kept your mouth shut. (laughs) New guy. (laughs) So, yeah, he'll, he'll be getting vandalized eventually. Nice. Nice. I have, I I have to think about it. I have to let it mull over before I, I decide what I'm doing to him. (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway i think it's time to move on let's do the top five movies of the week top five number five is planes fire and rescue really why it made 9.3 million over the weekend and it's made 35.1 million overall of course though it has a 50 million dollar budget but it's only out for two weeks so it's not too bad Uh... it could be worse well, I don't actually, think they were really expecting it to do that well anyway. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't I know. mean, just because I think, the, the original one didn't do that well. Right. I And I, I wonder if, you know, they went to John Lasseter and said, you know, the first one didn't do well, but I've got this other one that's a mm-hmm. lot better. It's got a better storyline. And, you know, that because so I haven't seen it. And yeah. I'm, neither I'm, have I. I have any plans to see it. Yeah, me neither. All right, number four is uh, Purge Anarchy made $9.8 million over the weekend. And uh, 51.2 overall, and it has a $9 million budget of two weekends in release. So, uh, wow. Not too bad. Yeah. I guess. I don't get it. I, I, I understand it. I, yeah. You know, everybody tell, explains it to me, but I'm like. I mean, it sounds like an interesting concept. So, basically, the concept of the, of the purge is that. Um, 364 cre- days a year, year it's crime no is illegal. Suit. Right. But then there's this 12 hour window once a year where everything everything is legal yeah you know you could i could you know walk up and shoot you in the face during that 12 hours and i would get away with it and it's a way to to keep the peace right um you know so i think it's an interesting concept um and it's a little terrifying too you know thinking because i it got me thinking well what would i do during those 12 hours to stay alive that's the same i was about to ask you what what, no actually what would you do as a crime Oh, if you could, hmm. if you could get away with a crime, legally do something that would, you know, be like, oh, you know what? It's legal today and I can get away with it. You know, it's funny because I can't I can't see me murdering anybody or raping it. you like doing any of the really bad shit, you know, right. like, but, you know, maybe I go key somebody's car who I hate or flatten their tires, you know, or <laughs> just go to town on their house. I don't know. And it even got me thinking about some of the, like the more practical things. So like, let's say, you know, it's the night of the purge and my house gets vandalized. Can I put in a homeowner's claim for it? <laughs> Do I have to buy extra purge insurance? <laughs> like if I, if I oh, take it. happened on this day. I'm sorry. It's not covered. Cause yeah. that was legal. Active purge. Active purge. <laughs> <laughs> or like if I get a if I get a life insurance, you know, because I'm applying for life insurance right now. If I get life insurance policy, do I have to buy extra purge coverage? Coverage. I guess you would. You know, like it got me thinking about all these like crazy like little 
Like practically out of, speaking, out of, out of every, like what crime could you do? Well, I'm thinking more of the insurance aspect. Like, I who's look- responsible if somebody does this? Somebody breaks in my home and steals my television. Can I put in a claim, or am I fucked? Because you got to think, like the you know that the twelfth hour and one minute when it's no longer legal, the town has got to look like a shithole. Yeah. You know, I mean, dead bodies strewn everywhere, you know, people crying from being raped, you know, vandalism all over the place. (laughs) Like, there's, it's got to be chaos. Yeah. You know? So, you know, you just got to stop and think, like, the practical side. Would I have to get extra purge insurance? And would I get a discount on that purge insurance? Let's say I build a panic room. Would I get a discount on the purge insurance? (laughs) kind of like you know you you get you get a lower I don't rate think for- i don't think there's any insurance company out there that'd be like yeah you know what we'll give you we'll give you a 10 percent discount off your if purge you, insurance if, if you, you build a panic room you buy it if you build a two hundred thousand dollar panic room we'll give you 10 percent off your coverage <laughs> no well i kind of think it would be you know a long, like when i got the, the you know my homeowner's insurance for my house they ask you know where's the closest fire hydrant you know where's the closest fire um fire station like you know, all these, you know, where's the closest police station? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's here and here and here and here. You know, I get a little a little bit of a lower rate because I have a, a fire hydrant literally right outside my house. So. Really? Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, apparently I get a tiny, tiny discounts. Not that much, but tiny now discount. I don't even know where my, the nearest fire hydrant for my house is. Yeah, I'll have to look <laughs> for that when I get home and be like, where is it? Can I see it from here? <laughs> <laughs> I know the police station's really close to my house because I always hear the cops yeah. flying off and the, the sirens blaring every yeah. night. So it's like, great. The cops are are know, a couple miles from my house, but it doesn't matter. They don't show up anyway. Because <laughs> you know what it is? I live in the largest police district and a couple neighborhoods over from me is like one of the worst areas in okay. in my in that district. Right. So the cops are always there. I had a guy outside my house one night screaming at like three in the morning. He woke me up. He's screaming into his cell phone. I'm like, dude, really? So he starts cursing me out because I told him to get lost. Ah. He comes back like a half hour later. And by then I'm wide awake because now he woke me up. And he's like, that effing bitch, get out here. I'm a roll on you. Bring out that effing N word while you're at it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, are you kidding? So, and it was. It was, I gotta admit, it was a little scary because he brought back three people with him. Wow. And I'm like, oh, fucking awesome. Wow. So I called the cops and I said, look, this guy is really scaring me. You know, I'm here by myself. And yeah, they never showed up. Really? Yep. Never showed up. Wow. So thanks for that, guys. Appreciate it. (laughs) So when I have to go to town on somebody with a baseball bat, I don't want to hear any bitching. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> Holy smokes. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I want to see The Purge. Um, I think it's... I kind of get the feeling it's one of those movies I won't want to watch by myself. Yeah. But I kind of want to see it, but I want to see it. I don't feel like seeing it in the theater is really going to add anything. I'll just wait for... DVD or Yeah, yeah. Redbox or whatever. <laughs> by the way, real quick, we got a, a uh, listener note that said, Bronies aren't just men. Yes, they're also women. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, you know, they did actually at the end of the documentary did mention that fact that women are a part of the the uh, 
whole thing, which mm-hmm. is, you know, great. I mean, that's the thing. But that's the thing. That's what I think it really is geared towards. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not to mention them is not because I want to omit them from mm-hmm. it. But the fact is, is that it's really for them. So it makes sense to have them mm-hmm. be a part of it. Yeah. But the men side of it is the part you go, whoa. <laughs> 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 I don't know. You know, I mean, it's it's really for ladies, isn't it? You know, I mean, but I mean, like I said, though, I mean, people are passionate about many things and I can't really knock them. But like I said, I just felt better after watching that video going, you know what? I, I'm a Star Wars fanatic and I'm feeling better that I'm a Star Wars <laughs> fanatic about it. And you know what the funny thing is, is for me, it kind of kind of validates, you know, like my place in nerd culture because I'm like, all right, guys can like girl stuff. That's I don't want to hear any bitching about girls liking guy stuff. Well, I, I was in the comic book store yesterday, and I was picking up the uh, latest issue of Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. for my wife. And right in front of me was a young woman mm-hmm. who was buying a Dungeons and Dragons rule book for the new nice. the new rules. And I'm like, that's just awesome! I thought that was the greatest thing because I'm thinking I, don't, I have yet meet a woman that's played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Not. I mean, girls have told me, oh, yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, have you really played Dungeons and Dragons? Or to the just... point that you're this close to fist fighting? Yeah. <laughs> you, want to, you want to cut a bitch? I mean, like, when you get to that point, <laughs> then I'll be like, all right, yeah. I want it, and it's funny because Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons and Vampire the Masquerade are two games that I want to learn how to play. It's just, and I've wanted to play them since I was in high school. God love my friends from high school. We were all far too lazy to be that organized. <laughs> so <laughs> we never quite we never quite got to that point. We always talked about it and we were like, Are you gonna buy the rule book? Yeah, I'll buy the rule book and then you know, you never buy the rule book and it just kinda goes out the window. This is the problem with having lazy friends. Wow, I remember when I, I love was... you guys all. <laughs> but admit it, we're we're all a little too lazy to get our asses together, myself included. I just remember playing like somebody actually showed me how to play the game and mm-hmm. they were they were big fans of it and I was a little kid playing it. I was all young, I mean like 12, 13 okay. years old. And later in life, you know, it was other friends, you know, through like later in middle school and high school, we started playing and they would they would be lazy as well, mm-hmm. but they would make up the game as they went along. Oh, okay. Like kind of thing and they See, would See, I would even be fine with that. It's like Showing up is half the battle. Right. But, you know, you, <laughs> well, we you, never even bothered to show up. You would just have this adventure would go on. But it's like some of the battles you have to fight out, like with dice and you figure out percentages of mm-hmm. who wins. And the thing is, oh, yeah, I just killed them. And so it's just like, really, like, you couldn't work out a battle because like sometimes you can lose. Like, that's yeah. the point of the game. Like, yeah, you can, you can actually die from this adventure. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 we don't die in this game. Like, the, we're the heroes. We're going to we're going to go through and play this game. And we're like. Yeah, this is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that probability of you dying is pretty like what you, you know, it's like watching NASCAR. You really don't watch them to race. You don't care who wins. You, you just, just want to see people crash. Crash, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Sierra would be fine with that. <laughs> so. All right. All right. So next one. Number three is Dawn of Planet of the Apes made $16.4 million over the weekend and $172 million overall not with bad. a $107 million budget. So. Made its money back a little bit. It's uh, three weeks of release, so that's uh, pretty good for that. Oh. Sean loved it. He said that was the greatest movie of the week, nice. or the, of the year so far. So he's saying, you know, so definitely go out and check it out. Real quick, we yes. got another message. We actually have people listening tonight. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> What's going on? Sean's not here. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Um, so Craig just messaged in and he said, Ethan Hawke sold purge insurance and security in the first purge movie. Ah, so they didn't think about that. Thank you very much, Craig. Thank you, Craig. (laughs) And then I get another, by the way, I just have to laugh at this. The, the, the way it's phrased. My friend Megan texted me too. And she said, I'm purging my closet. Interested? (laughs) Like, interesting choice of words there, Megan. (laughs) Yes, I am. Give me clues. Oh, okay. I feel like uh, <laughs> probably take twelve hours to clean purge it. I should ask her. Let's find out. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm going to give you number two movie. It's Hercules. It's a new release this week. It's uh, made twenty nine million over the weekend, and it has a hundred million dollar budget. I'm a little. That's you know what? That's really low. That is. I'm a little surprised. I wonder if maybe some people kind of went with Alan Moore's whole, you know, don't go see it because of the. the uh, like I, maybe maybe it did get hurt a little bit by it. Could I be. Maybe. I doubt it because everybody knows now that Alan Moore's a kook. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody listens to the, You make great comics, but you're a kook. So, yeah, yeah I, I think he's an anarchist myself, but that's because the way he talks about certain things. And yeah. Like yeah. The, no, I would. I would agree with that. So, well. And the number one movie of the weekend is another new release. It's Lucy. It made $44 million over the weekend and then had $40 million budget. Nice. So great. It made its money back a little more. So yeah, hopefully it's number one next week. Well, actually next week. And now it's tough competition. uh, Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's going to be a huge, huge movie. Let me see what else is coming out. Um, Next week. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I... I, but I, I think seeing so much uh, information on Guardians of the Galaxy, I cannot see this movie flopping in yeah, any no. way form. Even if it's a horrible movie and nobody realizes it, and they just go and see it, it's going to mm-hmm. make I think at least a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, easily because I, I I'm planning on seeing it. Um, okay, so here's what's coming out next Friday: it's Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Get On Up, which is the James Brown movie, uh, What If, which has Daniel Radcliffe um in it cabin fever patient zero that looks like oh it's limited run okay um, that one and what if is just new york and la uh looks like everything else is for the most part um limited Limit runs but they're the two yeah. big ones is uh... Uh, guardians of the galaxy and get on up i think guardians i think get on up will be in top five really i i think it will be um I, i'm thinking you know at least number four or five but you I know think... what I, I i would say five I yeah. Would, uh, I, yeah, I think it'll crack top five. But. I think. I mean, you know what? I could. It could go two. I. Th- yeah. It could be in the number two movie of the of the weekend. I don't I know. Just... I'm thinking probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Lucy, I think will drop to two. Hercules will drop to three or four, and then um, Get On Up will be the other one. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds. Uh, see if it happens. See if that happens. I. Wow. That's that's a tough one. It really yeah. is. I wonder what Sean's thought would be on that. Sean? Nothing? All right. <laughs> but I think um, I, I am interested in seeing Lucy. I was actually supposed to see it today and plans fell through, so I wasn't able to go see it. So next week I'm going to go. I'm going to try and do a double feature with Lucy and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that's what that's what Sean's prediction was supposed to be this weekend, was he was going to see both Lucy and um, Hercules at the same <clears throat> time. But unfortunately, with his sickness, he could yeah. not do that. So I have to. Hopefully, he'll get day an idea. And Sean and I will be seeing Guardians of the Galaxy on Thursday. Nice. 
So hopefully. Up in the Chamonix? Yes, of okay. course. Yes. I don't yeah. know if we're going to see it in 3D. I'm kind of iffy on that. I'm, I'm prob- I'll probably go see Guardians of the Galaxy in 3D. I'm thinking I'll probably go um, Sunday, Sunday morning. So. I mean, we did see the 17-minute preview in the IMAX 3D, and it was beautiful. So, I mean, if you have the money that you can see it in IMAX 3D, I recommend it. Because just that 17 minutes was just eye-popping, mm-hmm. and that depth was beautiful. And the, just the way the, the, the uh, uh, outer space scenes look so brilliant. It was just mm-hmm. unbelievable. But, again, I don't know if I'm going to have the money for that, but I will yeah. see it either way. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking... <laughs> um, I'm not going to see an IMAX 3D just because like I get, I, I have an issue sometimes with 3D movies mm-hmm. where it, it just, it messes with my vision too much. So I got to be really careful what movies I see in 3D. Um, uh, so I'll probably just see that in like regular screen 3D. 2D that makes or, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Megan, by the way, Megan just texted me back. She said, no, I'm done. Just have a medium pile of clothes. Ah. <laughs> she didn't get the joke. It's okay, Meg. I still love you. <laughs> so, um, I'll explain the joke to her later. later. Yeah, That's she's probably saying. not listening. Um, but getting back to Lucy, so it was funny because I spent this week, you know, I, I follow a couple things on Facebook, um, you know, like. Uh, I effing love science um, skeptics guide to the universe. Like there's a couple that I follow and I saw more than one person. Ow. That was my knee. Um, <laughs> Gotta be careful. Now you're, she's in the high chair now I'm with the, with, with me. And I'm in the fart you, chair. You just she's out, out in the audience area, you know, type of thing. But since and I got room to move she, around over there, Sean's, you know, not here. So she took his spot. <laughs> now she's kind of regretting it. <laughs> Yeah, ow. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so I, I saw a whole bunch of people bitching about Lucy being based on faulty science. Oh. Um, and the, the big, um, so the big thing with that is the fact that, okay, it's based on this premise that you only use 10% of your brain. Mm-hmm. Not you specifically, like people right. as a whole. In a general. Only use 10% of their brain. And we don't know what the other 90% does. Now, um, and then in the movie, and this is this is not a spoiler because it's in the commercial, she ends up with drugs in her system. Um, they're implanted there by, you know, somebody, and she's a drug mule, basically. Mm-hmm. So she, um, uh, you know, the, the bag starts leaking, and it starts uh, sort of messing with her mental capacity, and it, it she's able to use more of her brain. Mm-hmm. Um, now... Sorry, um, <laughs> not used to having this thing right here. Um, so what they're saying, you know, is that this whole ten percent myth—it's been around for more than a century, and it just won't die, despite what neuroscientists say. And I have an article here from NBC News. I can post it to our Facebook page. Okay. Um, but it, this has sort of become a recurrent movie theme it was used in other movies uh limitless and transcendence mm-hmm. um so what they're saying okay so one explanation for the origin of the 10 percent myth goes back to the early days of brain science when researchers hooked up electrodes to different parts of the brain and watched what happened the jolts made muscles twitch only for 10% of the cortex, leading researchers to conclude that the other 90% represented the quote-unquote silent cortex, 
scientists now know that large areas of the brain are devoted to cognitive function rather than motor response. They're still filling in the details with brain scanning technologies such as functional magnetic resonance imaging. Um, and efforts of the $100 million brain initiative and the $1.6 billion human brain project are expected to speed up process, progress, although there's some concerns. Um, but so I, I saw a lot of people complaining on Facebook about the fact that Lucy, they feel, is sort of propagating this this myth of the fact that human or th- this myth that humans only use 10% of their brain. Mm. And they're saying, you know, it's junk science. They shouldn't be using it in the movies and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, alternate universe. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> alternate universe. When it that comes explains to, everything. It does explain alternate everything. Alternate universe. When it, you know, First like, off, I've got to say, when you were talking about, when you read that description, all I hear was, wah, 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 wah. So I didn't understand a word you just said. But based on what I think you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it? they disprove that premise. Right, exactly. That's what it comes down to. So, that's that's first off. Let's say second off. I uh, last year I saw a MythBusters episode. Yes, I know MythBusters. It's the ultimate science. <laughs> but they they actually did a couple tests on this. Their fact is is that we don't use ten percent. We use probably more of if it's we're just kind of sitting there doing nothing, no thinking. No reacting to anything. We're doing about twenty four to twenty six percent of our brain, mm-hmm. and then as you're using your th- thought process or you're, you know, reacting to something like you're you're excited or you're, you're scared or whatever, the, the that goes up tremendously. I mean, you know, you could goes up to sixty to eighty percent, and they feel that the rest of it's core kind of more memories, you know, mm-hmm. just anything else because the because if you pull a memory that it goes even higher, like eighty percent. So they, they do see a correlation of. You know, from going a low end to a high end, depending on what you use your brain for. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I personally speaking, you know, even if people don't necessarily know for a fact that we don't we use more than 10 percent of our brain, because I remember hearing that when I was a kid all the time, you know, oh, yeah, you only use 10 percent. It doesn't really bother me as far as. The science goes mm-hmm. mainly because it is a work of fiction, right? You know, and when I watch something that is a work of fiction, I take it with a big grain of salt to begin and end with. Yeah, you know, so it like even like you know Star Wars, you know, that's another movie that gets gets hit on a lot for not being scientifically um, accurate. Yeah. Even though, like, if you look back to Star Trek, there was a lot of stuff in Star Trek that didn't exist. Yeah. You know, even until recently. And there's still a lot of stuff that does, doesn't does exist. But the the premise is there in science. Whereas in Star Wars, they're like, no, this shit just can't exist. It's scientifically <laughs> not possible. Yeah. Highly, highly, highly improbable. Um, and there's a, whole, there's a whole thing that Neil deGrasse Tyson does on Star Wars that... Uh, he he sort of knocks the fact that it's not really science. It's more like a drama based in space as opposed to Star Trek, which is science fiction. Yeah. Me personally, I don't really know enough about Star Wars to say one way or the other. And even if I did, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, because honest, honestly, like I said, you know, a lot of the stuff that was in Star Wars didn't exist until, you know, the last 20, 30 years. Right. Um, 
some of the stuff that's in Star Wars, yeah, it may never be able to exist, but I, I always... Well, you, wait, wait, go back. You you said Star Wars. You, so you meant Star Trek at first with the last 20 years. It's, yeah. Okay, like a lot you of said the, Star Wars yeah. and you said that. So yeah, sorry. But Star yeah, Trek. I meant Star Trek. Yeah. A lot of the stuff, you know, like I said, because it is based in science. Right. You know, or has some basis in science. It has since become something that exists. Mm. Cell phones, perfect example. Um, but getting back to Star Wars... It, the fact that some of it can't exist in reality or at least doesn't exist right now, it doesn't bother me because I always kind of keep that thing um, from Thor in the back of my head. What you humans call magic, we call science. Right. So it may not be able to exist in our world, but maybe somewhere it does. Yeah. And we don't know, you know? Yeah, because I'd say like... You you think that the human race in Star Wars is the humans from Earth, you know, and it's like technically they could be, yeah, but you know they're not from Earth, so it could be any. So they're physiologically could think so. So Darth Vader having those, uh, uh, you know, the help to breathe and you know move mm-hmm. around all those cybernetics could work with his uh, human anatomy mm-hmm. because he's not technically Earth; he's a human but not a earth human yeah he's so. he's based from somewhere else yeah like it, it doesn't bother me you know i mean there was that doesn't bother me what really bothers me is when when star trek geeks go crazy and they're like well see this ipad this is because of star trek what did star wars produce star nothing trek, yeah bitch. <laughs> you're like yeah that's great that's awesome you know i like star trek too you're you're that's great you know just shut the fuck up <laughs> Okay, yeah. So we got we got more people ah. are listening. This is awesome! Wow. Uh, so Joe is saying there are the humans from Earth in Star Wars in the books. The Empire goes off and settles on Earth. Uh, the Empire goes off and settles on Earth and becomes us humans. Really? Apparently. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I'll take. I got to read books, so I. Mean, I, uh, I would definitely <laughs> believe him. I'll take his word for it because I don't read any of the books. So you know, dude knows what he's talking as long about. As there's, if there's pictures in it, I'll read it. But, you know, <laughs> like regular books. You know, too many words. Too much. Too much so, to learn. So you don't read Playboy for the articles. No. <laughs> no, I'll admit it. No. Pictures and boobies. <laughs> boobies are good. There's words in Playboy. There. Yes. Besides the ads, yes, oh, okay. there, there are right. actually some nice. articles oh, wow. in Playboy. Oh, I have to check that out. Yeah, now <laughs> it's entirely possible that all the articles are literally just written want 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 because they know that nobody's going to read the article. Yeah, yeah, I don't. So. <laughs> I didn't read the article either. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, I I uh, next weekend I'll be seeing hopefully God willing I'll be seeing Lucy and uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Yeah, so we will have our reviews next week, next Sunday. Yay! Yes. All right, I think it's time to take a break and uh, come back and do Life, the Universe, and everything with Erica. Works for me. Sounds great. We'll be right back, kids. And we're back. Holy mackerel! That was fascinating. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed that, and as much as we may be, I don't know, someone, someone was alive. I screwed it up. He can't even do that, folks. <laughs> Let me allow him. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Ah, Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> All right. So um, again, if you want to 
What's, what's coming up in part two, Ed? Part two is we do life in the universe and everything with Erica. And what's the topic? And <laughs> it's about time travel. Son of a bitch. All right. All right. So uh, we'll look forward to hearing that. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he's going, back, kids. Like, Yay! <laughs> All right. So, um, but if normally, if you want to listen to us live, you can catch us on AquanetRadio.com from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, AquanetRadio.com. I'm rusty. AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. Search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. Um, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And go to wordsweekgeeks.com to download this pres- past, present, and future episodes of Geeksters. Ooh. Ooh. Or while you're on their Geeksters Facebook page, you can find out where else to listen to us. Um, but if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordsweekgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordsweekgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordsweekgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in, in, in part two. Terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, damn. Get him away. Hey.